Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. And we're back. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIPC. Can we get right into it, Mondo? Because I don't want to waste any time. I've been salivating. I've been chomping at the bit to get into some <laughs> midterm stuff. <Bowling>. Debates. <laughs> Fetterman. Eagles. <laughs> so much better than Eagles. <laughs> midterm stuff. <laughs> I always think you say bowling at the beginning of that. <laughs> that's in Georgia. Remember, yeah. they were the first ones to open up bowling after the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Go bowling, bowling, bowling. We're going to have to find that. So tonight, it is on like Donkey Kong. We've got the Pennsylvania Senate debate. Fetterman's Donkey Kong, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he is. Um, This is going to be interesting. Now, again, we talk about all these midterm races in other states because ultimately it will affect you here in Indiana. Of course. If you have a state that puts an absolute lunatic into the House into the Senate. These are the people that will control your health care, what happens in your neighborhood, how much crime will come through the border, things like that. They all want to change the laws. They want to pack the Supreme Court with radical judges. They want to take away your rights as gun owners. They want to defund the police. They love letting the worst offenders out of jail, like Fetterman does. Uh, Fetterman, for God's sake, thinks every murderer in jail is Morgan Freeman from Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Right. You know what? Uh, Every once in a while, somebody's just a rotten, horrible yeah. POS, and maybe they need to rot and die in jail. But that's just me. I'm a romantic. Oh, Andy. <laughs> the sisters got to Andy that day. <laughs> so, 8 p.m. tonight, uh, <laughs> Fetterman versus Oz. This is the only debate they're going to have in Pennsylvania. Are you? Is this tailgate worthy? at all for you i mean you kind of like to joke around every time one of these things happens is this like you know are you breaking out the keg are you putting the ice you putting the wings on the smoker content wise i'm not sure but just for the circus factor i think i'm kind of interested but fetterman's camp is already downplaying it like yeah look this guy our candidate just to let everybody know is gonna suck so it doesn't make me makes me not even want to watch it was that the press release they put out (laughs) i mean in so many words they did put out a memo to the press i've got it here can i read you the uh, statement from does, the Fetterman does it camp. Does say the word suck anywhere? <laughs> I don't see the okay. word suck. Uh, quote, the captioning process. <laughs> now, before we get into this, explain what the captioning process is tonight. Well, I think he's got to have the cr- questions not only read to him out loud, but they've got to put it on a, like a, a teleprompter, basically. Like a closed right? captioning teleprompter thing. And yes. he's got an earpiece, too. And he's got too. somebody talking to him in his ear. So, again, this is stuff that Dr. Oz has agreed to, but this was the statement from Camp Fetterman. Quote, the captioning process may also lead to time delays and errors in the exchange between the moderators and the candidates. In fact, because the captions are going to be typed out by humans in real time on live TV, some amount of human error in the transcript is inevitable, which may cause temporary miscommunications at times. It's impossible to control and unavoidable. They also go on to say, talking about Fetterman's past debate performances, that, quote, this isn't John's format. Look no further than the debates from the primary earlier this year. 
Yeah. So you're right. That is fancy talk for this guy sucks. <laughs> this guy is going to, he's going to say. And then the press release also went out of their way to insult or backhand uh, Dr. Oz saying, and Dr. Oz is a professional uh, snake oil salesman. He's been on TV for 30 years. So just keep that in mind when you're watching the debate. I've never seen this before. I've never seen somebody's campaign issue a statement to the press and say, yeah, look, our guy, this isn't our guy's thing. He's not very good. <laughs> uh, yes, it's Fetterman, the Fetterman. 2022. <laughs> this very- guy's not very good. <laughs> for God's sake, at least i mean uh he's he's debating oz i mean we we got people here in indiana uh andre carson won't debate his opponent uh grabowski grabowski uh um diego morales Morales. you go over to arizona that weirdo katie hobbs running for governor won't debate carrie lake because she's obviously the superior candidate and she knows she gets her butt wiped through the floor with her is it smart by the Fetterman campaign, though, to set expectations so low that if basically if they just trot him out there and he grunts three times and that's a big beefy <laughs> fart, they're going to consider this a success tonight? Like, is that where the bar is at for Fetterman tonight? <laughs> that would be awesome. Be, uh, yeah. uh, Dr. Oz, you have 30 seconds to respond. <laughs> Oh man, there's not even it's not even a live audience. It's just it's it's the moderator and those two. Like I got I news for Fetter Woman there. If you yeah. can't handle doing a debate uh with Dr. Oz, how are we gonna trust you when, you know, just a couple of months you've moved to Washington, DC and you've got Rand Paul and Ted Cruz giving you a bunch of crap on the yeah. floor about a bill. Exactly. You're gonna handle that, but you can't handle this type of setting? I mean, how much better is your health really going to be in January of 2023 compared to right now? Uh, Last night in Florida, they had their gubernatorial debate, and it was Charlie Crist against Ron DeSantis. And I was texting uh, Rob Kendall last night about this. Don't tell me that big tech is not colluding with the Democrats, because in real time, while this debate was going on, if you just typed in DeSantis on Twitter and hit latest Okay, and just scroll through. It's every blue check mark, every Rex Chapman, every loser talking about how great Charlie Crist is. Now, keep in mind, Ron DeSantis is probably the second most popular Republican in this country right now. Some would say even number one certainly number one in Florida, but he's not getting the same traction on social media, on Twitter, as this loser Charlie Chris. Who would you say number one is? Trump? Are you talking about Trump? Okay. Um, And and you're saying, so in real time, comments were coming in. Oh, Charlie Chris is winning. Charlie Chris is embarrassing. Ron DeSantis, one right after the other. So again, I hope Elon Musk fires every one of these losers. (laughs) The minute this sale goes final, I hope he fires every damn one of these people. Um, so here are some highlights last night. Charlie Crist accused Ron DeSantis of shutting down Florida during COVID. What? 
And I would also say this, you mentioned, Liz, that people are flocking to Florida. That would not have happened if Charlie Chris had his way. He wrote me a letter in July of 2020 saying you need to shut down the state of Florida. He said you need to force people to shelter in their own homes. That would have destroyed the state of Florida. That would have caused, that would have caused our tourism industry to go into the toilet. It would have locked out millions of kids from school. I rejected Charlie Chris locked letter. I kept this state open and I kept this state free. And we now have the biggest budget surplus in the history of Florida. Well, Ron, that's rich. You're the only governor in the history of Florida that's ever shut down our schools. You're the only governor in the history of Florida that shut down our businesses. I never did that as governor. You're the one who's the shutdown guy. You never did that as governor because you didn't have a pandemic to deal with. And uh, DeSantis pretty much did an about face and opened everything back up right away. Right. It does have a point. Like uh, Christy Nome said that uh, a few months ago, took a shot at DeSantis. Well, uh, you know, because she was bragging that she's the only governor that never shut anything down. Right. Uh, But to say that (laughs) DeSantis is the lockdown governor, give me a break. See, this, this to me stupid. tells you that the Democrats know how disastrous these lockdowns were for the economy, for their states, for school. And now their only way to try to get a few votes is just lie through their teeth and say, ah, eh, the Republicans did it. That's all they've got. Hell, Dr. Fauci's doing the same thing right now. I never said that you should lock things down. My ass, you were the face of all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You were the one that told the president what to do. So if that's the card that we're going to play here, fine. But don't lie to people. Uh, Here's Ron DeSantis responding to Charlie Crist. He opposed having kids in school. His supporters sued me to keep the kids out of school in 2020. And And how critical was that decision? We just got the nation's report card, the results from all 50 states. Florida, number three in fourth grade reading and number four in the country in fourth grade math. And if you adjust that for demographics, we are number one in the country in both. That would not have happened if we let Charlie Chris and his friends lock our kids out of school like they did in California and like they did in New York. Look at this poll about how... DeSantis performed and handled COVID-19. Even a big chunk of Democrats supported how he handled it. 34% gave their approval according to this poll, along with of course 98% of Republicans. Right. And he, just as a side note, uh, DeSantis, huge with Hispanics as well in Florida over Crist. At one point in the debate last night, Charlie Crist called Ron DeSantis the most divisive governor in the country. And the response from Ron DeSantis... Well, let's just let him say it. Denying girls and women athletes the right to compete fairly, I think that's divisive. I think it's divisive to rip opportunities away uh, from our girls in the state of Florida. And you want to talk about divisive? The day after Charlie Chris won his primary, he said, anyone that supports the governor, you have hate in your heart and I don't want your vote. Well, think what that means. I'm endorsed by every police group in the state of Florida. I'm endorsed by the firefighters. I'm endorsed by the truckers, uh, the nurse anesthetists, retail (laughs) federation, Farm Bureau. The whole cross-section of the state of Florida is 
is backing me. They do not have hate in their hearts because That's they reject time, Charlie Chris. They want to keep Florida going and they want to keep Florida free. That's so good. And I can't believe you were sitting there in real time watching the Twitter feed and people going, oh, DeSantis is beating, beating, or I'm sorry, Chris is beating this guy up. He's doing so well. That's he just, all it was. He just right after flamed the other. Chris right there. And lastly, again, I thought this was really strong and I wish elected leaders in Indiana, Republican and Democrat, would listen to this. This is Ron DeSantis talking about the fentanyl problem. And I signed legislation raising the penalties for people who are trafficking fentanyl and fentanyl analogs. If you're trafficking that garbage, that poison, you are killing people in our state and we are going to treat you like the murderer that you are. I can't fathom that Governor Holcomb and Ron DeSantis have the no, same letter next to their name. It doesn't even, there's no comparison whatsoever. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.